Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to all of you amazing people. As you know, with this podcast, we don't waste any time. We jump right in. And today's episode is a little hodgepodge of stuff. Honestly, I was coaching some clients and I just thought, man, there's a few things that were shared with me and that I'm sharing with them that I just really think could be helpful. So I thought, you know, I'm just going to do a quick little podcast episode out of this. So I'm going to share with you today two things that I told a client that I think can be really, really helpful for you. And I'm also going to dip into a little bit of your inner voice. Like, what does your inner voice sound like? Because a different client shared with me a story that I think you're going to absolutely love about the inner voice, the inner voice that we all have, right? The inner voice that unfortunately I like to call the bully in the brain because it's so negative so many times. So first let's start with the two things that I shared with a client. I was, uh, I've been coaching this lady for maybe about two months now and she's just doing really well. She's taking steps. She's moving in the right direction. And there's a few telltale things that I can see as someone's moving through the process. And if they can get these things, it's like, okay, I don't care what struggles you're having or what's going on in, you know, with your food or exercise. Like if you can master these two things, if you can learn these two skills, then you're going to be successful. These are two telltale things that I know once I see somebody picking up on these things, mastering these skills, it's like, yes. They got it. They're going to be successful. I don't care how much weight they have lost or haven't lost. I don't care where they're struggling. I do care about those things, but those things aren't as important because I know if they get these two things, everything else will fall into place. Now, I say there's two things. At the heart of all of this, at the bed of all of this is is self-love, like you've heard me talk about so much, self-acceptance and self-love. So that goes without saying, but these are two other skills specifically related to the process of losing weight and our food and our exercise. So what are they? Number one, is not going all or nothing. You guys hear me talk about this all the time on this podcast. Just a little (laughs) tip. Whenever you hear someone who is an expert or is considered an expert or very knowledgeable in some area tell you something over and over and over again, you should pay attention. (laughs) They're repeating it because it's important. So the number one skill that I see this person, this client mastering, that I see coming true and manifesting in her life is she's not going all or nothing. She's, she's escaping that all or nothing on off mentality. She's learning to live in what I call the magical middle. So for example, a couple weeks ago, she had a really, really tough week. It was really stressful. Um, stuff was going on with her kids. It, you know, she struggled with some different things, some different food things, and she missed some, some of her exercise. And she was so, and she got, oh, I think she got sick as well. She got a real bad cold or sinus infection. And she said, oh, she said, by Thursday, I just wanted to give up. I just wanted to quit and throw in the towel. And then she said, I just had a little conversation with myself. And I was like, no, that's what you always do. You always just give up and throw in the towel. She said, I just wanted to quit until Monday and start over fresh on Monday. And she said, I realized, no, I have to show up for myself. That's what I've always done in the past, and I'm not doing that. And so was the rest of her week perfect? No, not at all. But guess what? She didn't throw the baby out with the (laughs) bathwater. She didn't throw 
everything out the window because she had a stressful week. She had a little self-talk and she went, you know what? Mm. Even though she may have not ever, she, she, she did say that she referenced some previous coaching I had told her where I had seen the all or nothing mentality creep up. And she said, I thought about that. And I thought, no, I'm not going to do that right now. So she moved forward completely, absolutely, imperfectly consistent. <laughs> she was consistent. She didn't quit, but she was not perfect. So the first skill is not going into all or nothing, not, not going on off. Oh, I fell off the wagon. I fell off the diet wagon. I'll have to start fresh on Monday. That's, 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 that's terrible, guys. That is, the, that is the diet mentality that I try to teach people to overcome. So the number one skill that I'm talking about today is not going all or nothing, not doing the on-off approach and just learning to live in the middle, just learning to be imperfectly consistent and to just keep putting one foot in front of the other and to keep moving forward. When I see somebody starting to get that, when I see that change in their mentality, it's massive and I know they're set up for huge progress regardless of where they are right now. The second thing, the second skill that is maybe not as important as all or nothing is overcoming all or nothing, but it's so important and it's so fantastic. Regardless of what you eat, if you can master the skill of mindful eating, (laughs) of not eating mindlessly, guys, gals, so many times in our life, we eat stuff just because it's habit. We eat stuff just because it's a social situation and everyone else is stuffing their face. So I might as well stuff my face. And then if I came up to you immediately afterwards and I said, hey, did you enjoy that? And you would say, wait, did I enjoy what? Well, all of that food you just ate. Wait, what did I, I'm not even sure what I ate. Or you know what? Yeah, I enjoyed the first two bites, but the rest of it, I was just kind of on autopilot. It was like, "Mm, this is good. And I just started shoveling it in. That's not mindful, my friends. That's how we wind up eating so much more than we really want to. And then here's the thing. I've talked about this before on the podcast. Don't miss it. When we eat mindlessly, we don't enjoy it in the moment. Therefore, later, we don't have any sense of satisfaction. And so we're like, you know what? I think I'll eat some more because I had something earlier, but for some reason, I'm not satisfied. Right. Because you ate mindlessly. So the second skill that can really set people up for massive big-time success is eating consciously, intentionally, mindfully. Julie, who I just interviewed on the podcast a few episodes back, incredible, incredible interview. Julie, you're amazing. We love you. We've gotten so much positive feedback on that. But one of the things when Julie was early into this process that she said was huge was eating without screens. So in other words, no TV, no no phones, just eating and just focusing on the meal. And she did this and eventually she didn't force her family to do it, but eventually her family kind of just came around too. And so this turned into this amazing time with family to just eat and enjoy the meal and have good old fashioned conversation. So guys, you can't go wrong eating mindfully unless you like having a stomach full of calories that you didn't really taste and that you wind up regretting. So here we go. The two skills that I noticed with my client today that can lead to big time success beyond whatever you're doing with your food or your exercise, even if you're really struggling. Number one is the skill, the ability to not go all or nothing, to, to not Im- fall into that on off mentality and to embrace living in the middle and just moving forward totally, imperfectly consistent. 
I'm just going to keep going forward. I'm just not going to throw it all out the window because I messed up. Even though everything in me is screaming right now, even though the boy in my brain is saying, just start fresh on Monday. You've already screwed it up. Won't it be so nice just to relax this weekend? Won't it be so nice? Guess what? That's a short-term fix to a bigger long-term problem. And the bigger long-term problem is all or nothing. So the, the first skill is not going all or nothing and learning to live in what I call the magical middle and moving forward totally and perfectly. Next up, second skill is mindful eating. Just freaking paying attention to what you eat. <laughs> paying attention, enjoying it, tasting the food, tasting the flavors, feeling the texture of the food in your mouth, not constantly talking while you're eating, not constantly flipping through social media or flipping through the TV. Mindful eating. And you don't have to do this every single meal, but if you will just make it a habit, especially when it comes to snacking, that can serve you so well. Okay, those were the two things. Now, next up, let's talk about your inner voice. If I had to guess, your inner voice is not nearly as good as this little five-year-old boy I'm about to tell you about. So th there was a different client that I was coaching, and she shared this story with me. She said, I was at a park sitting at a picnic table finishing my lunch. I was near the playground. I saw this little boy and girl ride their bicycles up toward the playground. They got off and were putting their kickstands down so they could leave their bikes there. The little boy was probably about five years old. His bike fell over as soon as he stepped away. He stood over the bike and he made a face and he stared at it for a few seconds. And as I was reading this, guys, this is, this is me talking. This is not my client. As I was reading her story, I thought, oh, what's this little boy about to do? I was like, it was like some fantastic novel. It was like, you know, I was on a cliffhanger. What is he, what's he going to do? He stood over his bike. His bike had just fallen over. He made a face. He stared at it for a few seconds. And I thought, is he about to burst into tears? Is he about to pitch a temper tantrum? Is he about to scream at his, the, the, the friend that's with him, this girl, maybe his sister, to, hey, please come help me. I can't do this. What's happening? What's going to happen next? He stood over the bike. He made a face. He stared at it for a few seconds. And then he held his arms way out to his sides and said, all right, big boy, you can do this. <laughs> then he picked up the bike and tried again and did it. And then he went to play. She says, I just thought, well, his inner voice just came out and wow, I'm definitely going to be using that phrase over the next few weeks. Isn't it funny, my friends? I always use the analogy. I often use the analogy on this podcast of learning to ride a bike. When I talk about the boy in our brain and how we talk to ourselves and I talk about the skill of losing weight and the skill of changing our body and the skill of changing our brain, I equate it to learning to ride a bike. When you're teaching a child how to ride a bike, they mess up over and over and over again. And evidently, when you teach a child how to prop their bike up with the kickstand, they mess up and the bike falls over. Can you imagine if that little boy's inner voice, if the bully in his brain said the same kind of things to him that your brain says to you. Now, instantly, you may think, well, that little boy, it's, it's cute, it's sweet, but his bike just fell over. Is that, you know, it's not a big deal. Like, my life's falling apart, or my health's in shambles, or I, I need to lose 70 pounds and I can't do it, and I have all this negative self-talk, and, you know, my, whatever, my parents weren't helpful growing up because they put too much pressure on me, or my spouse isn't helpful, or this or that, Corey, or, you know, and I just... I just got a new job and it's super stressful or I just moved to a new town or whatever. And all these things, I get it. I'm, I'm, I understand it's challenging, 
But guess what? For that little boy, his bike is his world. So don't belittle his situation. His bike fell over, and that may be something he's been working on so hard for so long. If we snatch someone out of a third world country and we explain to them your problems, they might go, is that all? I don't know if I have enough food to eat tomorrow. So don't belittle what that boy's going through. His world is his bike. And maybe being able to ride it and getting it to prop up. And it might have been really embarrassing. Maybe he wanted to impress that little girl and his bike falling over was really embarrassing. So don't belittle his experience just because you feel like yours is different or bigger. When you're five years old, your bike is your world. And learning to ride a bike and learning to prop the bike up are both skills. How ironic that my client saw this real life example of not just learning to prop your bike up, but that the little boy's inner voice came out and she got to hear it. It didn't just go through his head. It came out. So my friends, my question to you is, what does your inner voice say? What does your inner voice sound like? If we go back to this story, his bike fell over. He stood over the bike, made a face, and stared at it for a few seconds. In your life, when something falls over, it's the same process, right? Maybe you make a face. Maybe it's just an internal emotion. Maybe it's an internal face you make. And you stare at the situation for a few seconds, and you think about what's going on. And the bully in your brain is probably so strong and so trained and so there that it's just milliseconds before those negative thoughts start flying through your head and that inner voice is just beating you up. So my question, what does it sound like, guys? What does your inner voice say and what does it sound like when your diet falls over? When your exercise plans get interrupted? When you eat way more than you really wanted to? When you mess up on a Thursday and you want to throw it all out the window? When you start and quit and start and quit? When you regain that same 10 pounds, when you lose and regain and lose and regain that same 10 pounds over and over again, maybe when you regain 30 or 40 pounds that you lost over the past few months, maybe when somebody makes a comment that is kind of hurtful, whether they mean it to be or not, and some part of your life or your perspective has fallen over and you're standing there over it, what does your inner voice say? I mean, I think it goes without saying, we can all learn something from that little boy, right? And is it any wonder that we hear a beautiful example of what an inner voice should be like coming from a five-year-old boy? I always say, guys, talk to yourself like you would talk to a sweet, loving, innocent child. And I assure you, that little boy didn't dream that up on his own. Someone has spoken that way to him. Someone has spoken that into his life and into his brain. He didn't dream that up on his own. So let me speak it to you right now, okay? Hey, you. Hey, you with the earbuds in. Hey, you listening in your car. Hey, you listening in your kitchen. Hey, you listening while you're on the treadmill. Hey, you out for a walk listening. Hey, you. When times get tough, when life throws you curveballs, when you slip and fall, when you feel like a failure, when you screw up your eating plan and you feel like throwing in the towel, when some part of your life falls over, please remember and say this to yourself. Call yourself by name. Say it out loud. Okay, Corey, you got this. You can do this. Whatever your name is, insert it right now after I say okay. 
Okay. Boom. That's your cue. <laughs> okay. You got this. You can do this. You are not perfect, and you're never going to be perfect, and that's okay. But you can do this. You can and will be successful, especially if you don't fall into all or nothing, like I was talking about earlier. Life, weight loss, success is not on or off, and it's not all or nothing. You find the life you want in the middle, not at the extremes. And you will have an even better chance of being successful if you refuse to beat yourself up over what you eat and instead you just eat mindfully. You practice. I'm going to get better and better at eating mindfully and consciously and being intentional with my food instead of just shoveling stuff in without paying attention. So I'm telling you right now, even if no one else is and no one else has, you can and will be successful and I can pretty much guarantee it if you'll go even one step further and understand <laughs> like I always say that you are so much more than a number so don't let the scales dominate your headspace and dictate your emotions and tell you that you're a failure and that you can't do this no and if you'll focus on gaining life because that's what losing weight is really all about it's about gaining life and living the life you've truly wanted living the life you've always wanted and it may happen at a different number than you thought it would happen. You know why? Because you and your life are so much more than a number. Whew. Okay, that's it, guys. That's it for me. Hey, listen, if you enjoyed this episode and you want to go a little deeper, I highly recommend you check out one of my free resources. I haven't mentioned these in a while. There's two of them. One is the Catalyst Audio Program, where I talk about kind of what we're taught through the diet industry and the willingness to be able to think different about the process of weight loss and losing weight. And I take you through three things that I teach my clients and kind of how we work that in. So it's, it's, it's kind of like this. It's like an audio series. It's like these podcasts. Um, so you can listen to them at your leisure. It's, a, I think, seven or eight different um, audios. So you can register for that. The link is in the show notes, completely free. Or if you want something a little more succinct, my anti-diet class, where I talk a lot about all or nothing and overwhelm and like how, you know, a lot of the diets that are out there right now really just kind of teach us wrong. You know, they really don't fit into our lifestyle. And then I tell you what I teach my clients and how I coach my clients in my coaching group. You can go to antidietclass.com or you can just scroll down to the show notes. That link's in the show notes as well. It's right around, it's about a one hour class. Um, and so you can check that out there. You can uh, schedule or sign up for a time that works for you. And that, my friends, is it. I said it before, I'll say it again. If no one else has told you, I'm telling you, you can do this. You got this. Talk to yourself like that little five-year-old boy did. The next time something in your life falls over, throw your hands up in the air, smile a little bit, and go, hey, you know what? It's all right. I got this. Take care, my friends. God bless. Bye-bye.